chapter 13. So far, yet so near. After a few seconds that resembled an eternity, the voyagers removed their arms from their faces and slowly opened their eyes. They found themselves in remarkable surroundings. They were in the midst of breathtaking crystal clear water, which gave them the impression of gliding inside a glacier of ice. Enormous starfish crisscrossed each other around the craft, emitting sparkling light as they swam, resembling large stars in outer space. In Oslo, an anticipated beacon flashed on a tracking monitor at the National Marine Science Lab. Cheers of relief and joy echoed throughout the world. They had made it through. Our hopes were now in the hands of these trained explorers. The International Marine Station floated through icy blue crystalline waters. Those on board were left speechless by the mesmerizing experience. Admiral Mary McDougall was fascinated by the sights. She could not stop pointing at everything they passed underwater. This was Admiral McDougall's second journey beyond the Earth. She also traveled into outer space as an astronaut. During that adventure, she experienced time and space in the absence of gravity as a shuttle orbited the planet. Floating alongside the curves of the Earth, basked in the light of the distant sun, she knew there would never be another moment to rival the beauty before her. Now, as an aquanaut, she could not contain her excitement while her mind envisioned the far reaches of this liquid world, far beyond the parameters of the reality she knew. Despite the excitement of this moment, she questioned whether or not this was the right time to take on such a perilous journey. Her two-year-old son, an eight-year-old daughter needed her. She, in turn, desperately needed to feel close to them now that she had finalized a divorce with their father, Joseph. Her fears weighed heavy on her until she made it through to this majestic world. Once she opened her eyes and took in the sights before her, she imagined sharing them with her children. In her mind's eyes, she saw their eager eyes and excited smiles. In an instant, her heart warmed and her doubts dissipated. She felt secure in the care her own mother would give them and in the future she was securing for them by accepting this mission. Now in the quiet of the panorama, as the vessel floated through the waters, Mary was able to piece together the events that led to this moment in her life. Mary and Joseph were marine biology students when they met in their junior year of college. As scholars, they remained at the top of their class. As dreamers, they aspired to make that one exciting discovery that would change the world. Their shared ambitions brought them closer together. Their efforts in college led them to the National Oceanic and Atmospheric Administration, where they were inseparable. They were kindred spirits in love and friendship. Their bond grew over several years, and now with stable careers, they decided to get married. Living together heightened their love for each other. They awoke at the same time, worked at the same place during the same hours, and enjoyed eating late night dinners and falling asleep together. When Mary became pregnant with their first child, not much changed. She continued to work right up to the time her water broke and she was rushed to the hospital. 
Mary and Joseph quickly learned how to make their daughter part of their busy routine. She had a constant flow of babysitters until they found that one steady nanny from Alsace, France. Her English was not very good, but she had a strong resume filled with excellent references. During the week, their daughter stayed with the nanny. She learned how to speak and play games in French. On the weekends, Mary and Joseph devoted every moment to their child. They shared their love of the water with her and involved her in activities that were aquatic by nature or location. Activities that were aquatic by nature or location. Six years after the birth of their first child, the couple learned the second child was on the way. This time it was a boy. Mary worked alongside her husband once again until the very last moment when her water broke. Now the nanny had two children to care for and immerse in French culture during the week while the weekends were filled with aquatic family fun. Life was excellent for the growing bunch until NASA convinced Mary to work for them. Her husband felt uncomfortable with the idea. He didn't see the connection between marine science and space exploration. However, since they did not have to move and NASA offered more money, he supported her decision to accept the job offer. They kept up all the same routines, except this time they weren't working together. In the beginning, it was exciting to learn about space and how it compares with life underwater. After some time, the long hours spent apart took its toll on their relationship. After two years at NASA, they slowly became strangers. Each dedicated more time to their own work. The passion and excitement they once felt for each other and the career they shared now became a competition to outdo one another. Discussions became arguments that eventually led to irreconcilable differences. They no longer wanted to be together. The only moments they had together were on the weekends and they abhorred that time. They dreaded those days together and were glad when they were over. Their exchanges became so bitter that eventually the nanny took the children away with her on weekends too. One late night, Mary came home from work exhausted and upset. She turned on the television. She rarely turned it on. But she wanted to hear something other than her own frustrated thoughts that evening. A commercial came on that featured a lawyer promising amicable divorces. She fell asleep on the sofa in front of the TV, and when she awoke, the same advertisement was being replayed. She dialed the number on the screen and left a message with her phone number. The attorney returned her call, and they agreed on the execution of an amicable divorce. After some weeks had passed, Joseph came home one evening at about 1 a.m., the usual time he returned. He thumbed through the stack of documents on the dining room table and realized they were divorce papers. The thought of filing for divorce had crossed his mind also, but he never had the time to pursue it. He briefly wondered how she had found the time, but it did not matter. It was done. He thumbed through the pile to read how much he would owe in alimony or child support, but he found no reference to any amount of money he would have to pay. She would keep the house and the children but he could visit them on the weekends. Joseph called the attorney and they spoke at length before setting up an appointment to meet. Just as amicably as Mary had intended, 
she and Joseph met with the attorney not long after that call. They both agreed to all the terms and signed the divorce documents. Mary's mother moved in to help her care for the children when Joseph moved out. She loved Joseph as her own son. She inquired as to why they couldn't put their married life ahead of their professions. Her question remained unanswered. Now with Mary's mother at home, even a nanny was displaced by their divorce. Luckily, her reputation preceded her and another couple in the neighborhood sought her for employment. By staying in the neighborhood, the children could keep in touch with the maternal figure they had always known. Those years replayed in Mary's minds over the course of several minutes. The pain and guilt she felt for so long disappeared into the scenery before her. She now understood this journey was as much personal as it was professional. Mary looked out into the blue abyss and remembered the proud faces of her family. She felt a silent pride to see her former husband, children, and mother all present at her departure, cheering her on such a momentous accomplishment. Jean-Pierre Vol's professionally trained fingers instinctively maneuvered the controls, causing the vessel to cruise seamlessly through the icy sea. Jean-Pierre gazed about, trying to absorb everything he could so that one day he could retell this adventure in his home country of France. He felt like a true explorer for his country, venturing out to places where no one had gone before. If this journey could have been a personal trip somehow, then Suzette would be there with him. The azure backdrop would make the perfect setting for his marriage proposal. Thank you.